Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Daily Draft Report. It's your daily dose of prostate information for the NFL Draft brought to you by Campus to Canton. Tonight's player is a fun one. Dalton Kincaid, tight end from Utah. One of my, I think only the second tight end I've talked about so far. He was a senior, six foot four, 242 pounds, and I'm so excited to bring on. Don't type stuff when I'm when I'm getting ready to read it, Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon Lejeune, creator, and I said overlord of the WD Dynasty dashboard, including the WD Dynasty YouTube channel, WD Dynasty podcast. He's, he's got it out there, man. De- Brandon is one of the best people in the space, and I will say it over and over again. And if you are not part of the WD Dynasty, what the hell are you doing? So, Brandon, how are you doing today, man? Hey, Dwight, always a pleasure coming on with you. I've known you for quite some time. Again, thank you for the Debbie Summit and all the back uh, production you did for that event I did back in May, but a pleasure to be here. And I'm really excited to talk about Dalton Kincaid, one of my favorite uh, tight ends in the class. I've been a fan, I mean, especially after his USC game. If you haven't seen Mm -hmm. that game, go to my YouTube channel, check it out. I mean, he was dominant. So fun player to talk about as we head to the draft. Right. And I'm now to the point where I can finally forgive you for not trading him to me because we did end up winning the the Debbie or we won won the college side in that league, despite not having a tight end. Yeah. I admit my I admit my offer was weak. It, it was a little weak. My <laughs> my team was so shitty. I had to keep them at least to get a, a future Debbie asset. So now I'm I'm hopefully going to reap the benefits. Uh, depending, you know, if he gets the good landing spot, we're all hoping for. Yeah, his stock just rose all throughout the season. And I'm like, well. Maybe my 10th round pick or whatever it was, was a pretty shitty offer at the time. Because <laughs> so, he, he proceeded to have a great 2022 season. Yes, he uh, real did. quick, his profile, he was the class of 2018 from Las Vegas, Nevada. He was originally unranked by 27, 24-7 sports. He, played one year, he only played one year of high school football. He was a basketball star, which we always love to see from our tight ends. He ended up going to F- the FCS route, playing at San Diego for a couple seasons where he scored 11 touchdowns as a freshman, eight as a sophomore, earning himself a scholarship to Utah, where in 2021, he played 13 games, caught 36 balls for 510 yards, eight touchdowns. And then this last year, like you said, he really took off after Brent Keithy went down, had 70 catches, 890 yards, eight touchdowns, and would have just helped me won the Debbie or the college side even more, but it's, yes, okay. it's okay. All right, Brandon, look, watching the tape, man, what skills does Kincaid have that you think will make him successful in the NFL? Well, I think you look at his play and um, I mean, it's got to be his athleticism and his, you know, vertical ability, the, the route tree that he runs. I mean, he played 65% of his snaps in 2022, you know, either in the slot or outside. So he can win on the boundary. He can win, uh, in the slot where a lot of tight ends typically win anyway. But I mean, he, he's just he got great ball skills in hands. I mean, he the, the body control. There's really you watch his film. There's not much not to like. Uh, you know, I think he's got a versatile route tree. So I think you can put him all over the field. And, um, you know, he has the toughness and the length and you know, he's got that my ball attitude going up for 50-50 balls. And like I said, go watch the USC game. And he, what a, prefer, a, a really impressive performance. And, and what makes it even more impressive is the fact that everyone knew he was getting the ball and they just still couldn't stop him. And he just was completely dominant in that game. So, um, you know, between his route running, his ball skills and hands, his athleticism, I think he's got the, you know, the all the package that we want for a dynasty tight end. 
Absolutely. I mean, he is, you know, as, as far as a route runner and as far as a technician, he's more of a wide receiver than he is a tight end, sure. I feel. Sure. Like, like his technical aspect is, is amazing. Like the concentration at the catch point, the, he, he has a little bit of snap, a little bit of pop when he runs routes. You know, he's not going to be as fluid as some of the wide receivers we see, obviously, but definitely better than a lot of tight ends. That's for sure. Yeah, the hands. Uh, just everything and even he's even a willing blocker we'll, we'll talk mm-hmm. a little bit about that in the weaknesses because it's one of the things but he tries sure. right. he definitely puts he definitely tries you know and you see him out there he's definitely not a liability in that area mm-hmm. so i will agree absolutely wholeheartedly with everything but i think it just goes down to the technician he is very very intelligent and it doesn't show the fact that he only played one year coming into college you know and then played fcs and then i mean he just seamlessly at utah last year even you can see you see it. And then this year when Keithy went down, I mean, it was just, yeah. So what do you see for weaknesses? What do you think things that might hold them back a little bit? Well, I mean, we talked about the blocking, but you know, in fantasy, we don't care, but I mean, the only downside to him possibly not being the best blocker is the fact that is he going to get on the field a lot, you know, for those particular run plays, you know, does he have a lack of physicality maybe required for the position being six four two forty? Um, There's some other tight ends in the NFL that have right. achieved and, and have been successful. So I don't really see that he's not a physical player, but ultimately when he's, you know, going one-on-one against the linebackers and the NFL. We'll have to see what kind of physicality hand usage he has and the ability to shed contact to, you know, to continue his routes. But yeah, I really don't see a lot of glaring weaknesses. Um, so, but really excited about the player overall. The size of six four two fifty is, is a little bit, you know, limited as what you'd like to see for the guys that are typically better at blocking. So you can definitely see where, you know, some ends are going to give him trouble. You know, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of ends that are going to give any tight end in this class, other than Darnell Washington, obviously, they're <laughs> they're going to give him give him trouble. So, yeah. um, he will be obviously used as more of a move tight end, but I can't, I don't think he's going to be pigeonholed in just that. You know, I think he's more versatile than like an Evan Ingram, but I see the the same pass catching chops as a guy like that. So, mm-hmm. where where is he in your tight end rankings? Is I got him number one. I mean, he's been number one for me for a while. I like Mayer too. Mayer just looks a little bit more stiff to me. I mean, Mayer has the bigger frame. He's got the physical, he wins at the physicality at the catch point. Um, you know, but I, I, I kind of like the yak ability of Kincaid a little bit more, a little bit more of after the catch ability. I think he's a little bit more spry and might have that extra, you know, added dimension to his game where I think mayor is going to be that guy that might, you know, find himself open a little bit more and may not get that yak yardage and, and be a little bit more physical at the catch point, a, a stronger tight end. But again, I think it's going to come down to, you know, where he is, what landing spot he has, and hopefully, you know, getting on a team that will scheme him open. But yeah, I got him in my top 15 overall uh, rookie ranks. Uh, he's a guy that I'm going to go after heavily, especially if he gets the draft capital. I'm looking at, uh, you know, draft mock drafts right now. And I mean, he's getting round one buzz in some of these right. mock drafts. So, I mean, if he gets round one draft capital and finds himself on a great team with an opportunity, let's say green Bay Packers or, or the Jaguars or something like that, that, um, you know, that, you know, if Evan Ingram leaves, I think, uh, stock up for that guy. And I'm going to be all over him, taking him probably earlier than most people. Right. Yeah. I think he's, he's now my tight end one too. I think he's got that combination you know my mayor seems like he's more of the old school tight end you know and i didn't notice the athletic limitations till some people that i trust you know started pointing it out and then you watch him and you're like yeah 
you see it. Mm-hmm. And then I like I like Musgrove a lot, but I feel like he's definitely just a pass catcher. Like he is definitely way more limited as a blocker. So I feel like Kincaid's kind of right in the middle. You know, yeah. he he he's a really good pass catcher, and he does the blocking. You can see where he'll be a little bit better. So he gives you you know a little bit of everything and i like that so right like you said landing spots um a lot of mock drafts have them going to the Bengals, which i kind of like i don't sure. know if you got enough mouth to feed mouth to feed there new york dallas i mean green bay even at 15 i don't think he goes quite that early but you never know mm-hmm. so and you said which one's which one of those do you think where where would you idealist idealistically like to see him land I want to see him land with a quarterback who can get him the ball, you know? So I'm not, I'm not much into, you know, what scheme NFL teams run and how he fits with the other players and wide receivers. I mean, you want opportunity for wherever he lands. You'd want a, right. an offensive system that could be creative, that is going to use him in the right way. Um, you know, just look at Evan Ingram. He goes from the giants, which he kind of dudded out. He goes down to the Jaguars and, you know, they, they put him in a position to to get open and, and scheme him to a certain degree. So landing spot's going to be a, a huge, diff, a huge you know, deciding factor. But let's just hope he goes somewhere that doesn't have a a quarterback situation that is in turmoil or they've got a, a scab that they've got out there throwing the ball just, you know, because they're waiting to next year to draft a quarterback. So if he can land in a place with a consistent you know coaching staff with a good quarterback, sign me up. That's why I think he might be a really good fit in Cincinnati. You know, they've they've had a use, they've used tight ends in the past. I do actually like Hayden Hurst a little bit, but I think T. Higgins is. I I don't think we can afford to keep all those guys. You know, so I think Kincaid would be a nice bridge to get over because I don't think we're gonna be able to keep Higgins and Chase and everybody that we got coming up. So mm-hmm. definitely gets a pretty interesting landing spot in Dallas. Obviously, too, they've always used tight ends. So sure, you're. Yeah. I could see I could see Dallas actually go in the war with Ferguson. He he's a player that I would I like actually yeah. I would be he'd be a, a buy low candidate for me. You know, when I start doing dynasty shows on my YouTube channel, I'm going to be talking about him. I think if Dalton uh, Schultz moves on, Ferguson flashed a little bit last year, and you know I'm not sure they've got the cap space to, to sign anybody else. So we'll have to see. Yeah, he's he, Ferguson can more seamlessly go into what Schultz does and what they expect out of their tight ends. They don't necessarily need as dynamic of a guy. And with that draft capital, they they have a lot of other needs. So sure. yeah, I, I don't I don't think the Cowboys go that direction, but you never know. It's the Cowboys. They're, they're one of those sure. teams. You never know what the hell they're gonna do. Um, do you have a player comp for well, it's funny you, you bring up a player comp because the, the guy that I thought about was Evan Ingram because you know, <laughs> Evan Ingram, he went to the Giants and struggled as a blocker. Just the, the only difference between Ingram and Kincaid is, you know, again, Kincaid, he's had one drop in two years that's actually registered on PFF. Wow. So the guys had a 78% catch rate over a two year period, which is pretty, pretty significant. Um, so, I mean, the, the issue with Evan Ingram was the drops, right? He always had a case of the dropsies in, in the giants and he wasn't known for be a very big blocker, but they're both really kind of the same size. And they are exactly the same size. Yeah. So we, we can see wow. the success that Ingram had, uh, being that size, and again, it comes down to uh, you know, handed to Coach Peterson down there, taking the reins, putting him in a situation to be successful, and he was a great tight end this year. So, um, you know, I, I had Edmund Ingram as my, you know, he, he's that move tight end guy who's got, you know, some most of the time really good hands, showed the athleticism this year, boundary catches, you know, toe taps in the end zone, and I think Kincaid can bring all that to the table. Brandon, thank you as always. Um, make sure tell everybody where they can find you. Um, give them the whole spiel, um, and everybody, please, please follow Brandon. 
I appreciate that. I'm on Twitter. Uh, Debbie uh, at Debbie Deep Dive is my Twitter handle. Um, I have a Debbie to Dynasty dashboard where it's a database of uh, T2C players, Debbie players. So I have great, a great Slack chat. I have about 285 members right now. Guys just talking ball all the time. I have a YouTube channel, uh, Debbie to Dynasty uh, football. And my main goal on there is getting you ready for the rookie uh, drafts coming up. Doing, I just dropped a Roshan Johnson, you know, two game all twenty two film and broke down his film. So it's fun. I just have a great time, and I've got a podcast called Debbie to Dynasty Podcast. I'm on episode one fifty nine, so I've been doing that for three wow. or four years. So yeah, just uh, Debbie to Dynasty. You can find me all over the place. Yeah, I love the community most of all, especially. I don't know where you found Luigi, but he's amazing. Like, like I, I, I've been watching him a lot yeah, lately. He's, like, he's a he's a junkie, man. He's he's like he's, he's got. He's, He's he watching pulls names freaky. out of his hat. Yeah, like, he's he does. Holy he's, crap! I think he's yeah. scouting. I think he's scouting sophomores in high school right now. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, where did this guy but, come from? He's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, so, he Luigi, is. if you're if you're listening, man. Whew. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's a good community, no drama, and that, that's yep. hard to find these days. So, thanks All for right, having man. me on. I always appreciate it. Absolutely. All right, you can find me on Twitter, FF People's Campus Podcast, Daily Draft RPRT. Make sure you check out the entire podcast, uh, Family from Campus Canton. And today we just dropped the freshman supplemental draft guide. If you're in C2C, you need to get that. So check that out also. Thank you guys very much for listening. Have a great weekend. Make sure you watch the Combine. And talk to you guys Monday. Bye.